Hey there, welcome to Mystical Sisterhood. This is your host, Maureen Spielman. I started this show to highlight the intuitives, healers, and other courageous women that I've met along my journey and continue to meet. Through amazing interviews, I seek to ask insightful questions to uncover ways in which you, the listener, can apply the wisdom and knowledge to your own life. I believe that we're all in this together, so sharing healing and joy and bringing community together is both my passion and purpose. If you'd like to learn more about the Mystical Sisterhood community I'm building, please visit www.mysticalsisterhood.com. See you in the episode. Okay, welcome back to Mystical Sisterhood. This is your host, Maureen Spielman. Today, I'm really excited because I'm here with my Reiki practitioner, a phrase that I probably at one time never knew I'd say, Chiquita Davis. So welcome, Chiquita. Um, Chiquita is a second degree Reiki master teacher and practitioner. She is part owner of Awaken Your Spirit and Embrace Your Journey Healing Center in Oak Park, Illinois for the last 11 years. She uses Reiki and I'm going to let her go all into this, but to help stimulate a change in consciousness and the energy field to ignite the body's innate self-healing abilities. Um, I want to say thank you so much for being here and just let the audience know I I, I never had done Reiki. I, I had heard of it um, and it was when I was diagnosed with breast cancer that they, the doctors had said, okay, we recommend chemotherapy. And I was searching for alternative ways that I could possibly sort of alleviate the side effects of what I was going through. And a friend recommended you Chiquita. And so I came down to your studio and just as soon as I entered the space, it was such a warm and welcoming space. And I always love that you have a chalkboard out with like a, what I was thinking is a message of unconditional love. That's how I register it just, you know, in the window of your studio and then just walking in to learn about Reiki, to experience the energy healing. So for me, I've always done this experientially and, you know, we've had nice conversations, but I think a lot of people out there don't really know about Reiki and they might be beginning to know about this healing art, but I want to kind of go in today to all things Reiki and just, you know, welcome you here to share your story and the work you do, because I think it's so valuable to put out into the world. So welcome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Maureen. I really appreciate it. I'm truly honored to be a part of this and honored to be able to share, you know, my story and what Reiki is with everyone, everyone who listens, because it is a very beautiful, loving, compassionate, um, conscious energy that uh, it just helps to ignite that um, change and focus in your energy. Yeah, I yeah. love I, I love it. And I think that we'll get into sort of 
you know, this idea that everything's made of energy and then we, mm-hmm. we learn it through this art and, um, but just, you know, in the welcome for you, I was wondering if you always knew as a kid that you might have some, um, healing abilities, maybe not specifically mm. in this area or what did this come to you? I, I love hearing people's story. And sometimes I feel like, oh yeah, it was something I felt like when I was very young and then other people I talk to say like, well, I had an inkling, but then it, it, when I was this age and I went to this workshop, I just had an aha moment. So how did you come about Reiki? Well, I've always been uh, fairly intuitive. So fairly able to sense energies um, and, you know, just kind of feel, just feel when things are have a change in the air. So, um, and that's been since I was a child, but I came to Reiki uh, when I was, uh, I was managing property and I was also doing life coaching. And I felt like there was a piece that was missing. And I didn't know what that missing piece was until I met my business partner. And she was a Reiki practitioner, or she is a Reiki practitioner. And she gave me a Reiki session, and that was it. That was <laughs> that was that aha. That was that missing piece. And for me, the missing piece was really feeling that connection to spirit and feeling that unconditional love. So for me, Reiki was the first time I ever truly felt connected to a higher power, connected to God, and also unconditionally loved and really interconnected. Like there's more than just me and there's more than just my emotions and there's more than just what I am experiencing. Yeah. And I can connect. Yeah. And then I can connect with that and interact with that. And so it was, and I started to really understand spirituality a lot more. Mm-hmm. 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 It really ignited, for me, it ignited that, that change in my consciousness to connect with my spirituality. Oh, and I, and in turn, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, it sounds like uh, it's, it's an unspoken language, but it was, I keep on kind of queuing into or leaning into the fact that there's, I always used to think like the languages were English, French, Spanish, you know, and that mm-hmm. there's like this idea of language being so much more. And this is sort of like the language of energy, which felt like it was almost like you're, you were born with it. Like it was sort of like your birthright, you came with it. And it wasn't until like, you knew when you were a kid that you were an energetic, you just felt that like the energetic being and connection. And then like later on down the road in that Reiki session, it, it woke you up to. It all clicked. It all Mm -hmm. clicked. And I had tried other things to develop that connection, other uh, religions and uh, different types of spiritual practices. But it wasn't until I received a Reiki session that I I just was immersed in that loving, 
unconditional feeling. Mm -hmm. And from there, that's all it took for me to want to learn Reiki. And the interesting part about uh, when I look back on my journey is that I didn't even ask questions other than where did you learn it? And then I went along and signed up. That was it. I didn't look it up online. I didn't look it up on YouTube to see a sample session. I didn't look up any of that. I just went full steam ahead as if something else was calling me and encouraging me to do this. Mm-hmm. And Very ever powerful. since then, mm-hmm. yeah. And so now for eight years, I've been um, practicing Reiki and teaching Reiki and initiating and attuning others to become Reiki practitioners so that they can use this beautiful energy as well to improve their life. Yeah, it sounds like you were meant to do it. And that's been my experience with you. And uh, I imagine that when you really find that thing that you are here for, that you can do it with such ease and grace. Like you don't need to look up all the other information. You just need to learn the craft. Mm -hmm. Correct. Absolutely. And I really do feel like this is my calling. This is, this is how I am called to serve and to be of service. And this is a part of that interconnectedness of life and me, you know, receiving these beautiful um, blessings or miracles or um, just, you know, changes in my life. And I want to be able to share that with others and really support others through Reiki. And the great thing about Reiki that really attracted me to it after I learned what it was is that it's simple. It's not a doctrine that I have to follow. It's just a very simple practice that I can use as a spiritual practice or as a uh, healing modality. modality. Okay. And that being said, Chiquita, what, you know, for for our listeners who have not experienced it yet or don't really know, I mean, what is Reiki? How do you define it? What is Reiki? Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I'm so, excited. <laughs> <Okay>. so, <laughs> so very simple. Reiki is a Japanese technique for stress reduction and relaxation that promotes healing. Okay. That's it. All right. That's it. And, and okay. that's, that's it. Yep. That's pretty and straightforward. Mm-hmm. It's yes, it's, it's that simple. And the Reiki that I practice is called Yasui Shiki Ryoho Reiki. And that Reiki was taught by Mikao Yasui. And so um, I'm a part of that, um, that lineage through the Reiki attunement process. And that is the Reiki that I teach. Okay. Okay. So when someone comes in for a Reiki session, what, what can they expect? Okay. So let me just talk a little bit more about, just explain a little bit more about Reiki. Okay. So Mm -hmm. that's the definition, a technique for stress reduction and relaxation. The word Reiki means in a simple form, universe, uh, universally guided God consciousness, life force energy. Okay. So this is energy that is coming 
from source, God, the creator, um, whatever you want to call it. So it's coming from that pure, uh, loving, neutral space. And so when what Reiki does is through laying on of hands, so gentle and light touch, I, the Reiki uh, sends in a vibration of peace, of love, and it's a high vibration. Mm. And it seeks to raise the vibration of whatever it encounters. So whether, when, so whether it's a person, whether it's a situation, uh, what have you. It, Reiki is seeking to raise it to its highest and best vibration. Okay. So I have a question there. Mm-hmm. And that yes. is, all right, can you speak to how, how you describe us as energy bodies or ener- energetic beings and, you know, our bodies and even at that cellu- cellular level? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So Reiki, Reiki works on all those levels. Okay. So we are energy first mm-hmm. and we all have a biofield or an energetic field or, um, or an aura. It, those are all the same things. Okay. And so everything starts off as energy and then it moves into matter. And so that is the way Reiki is able to help because it affects the energy, and then it also affects the physical. So it affects uh, the matter. So it comes in and it raises the vibration of the energetic body, the physical body, the emotional body, Mm. and and everything else that we know and don't know. Yeah. So it, it it works on all those levels. So when people come in, they lay on a table, they're nice and cozy. And I just come in and do light touch throughout the body. And that's starting to begin the process of um, relaxation. Okay, so it starts to relax the nervous system. And when we when our physical bodies begin to relax, so when we move out of fight or flight, then we are able to process things better and our own bodies, our physical body is, is, uh, is able to start to regenerate, relax, rejuvenate, and ignite the own personal, the own healing uh, ability, the innate healing ability. Because when we're in fight or flight and our adrenals are going, we're not able to really be our highest and best self. We're not able to really be present and interact in a, in a way that is, um, helpful and no, stress-free. Yeah, and I think and that you, the great thing about, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you certainly can't really heal if you're in fight or flight. That's right. And that's where the healing part of Reiki comes from. Okay. So Reiki is creating, helping to create the space for healing. Mm-hmm. So it's not coming in and being like this miraculous, uh, like, if, you know, it can't, it can't make the arm grow back if we cut the arm off. But what it can do is create optimal condition for healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And okay. So if I'm following and it's, it's my experience too, but just to say again, that it is that kind of when I've experienced Reiki with you, it's coming Mm -hmm. into this environment. So it seems to me that you specifically design even the outer environment for when the client steps into the space as very, I use that word warm, you know, the warmth of it and welcoming, uh, welcoming. So right when you go into your studio, I, a client's going to register that and then going into the room where you perform and it's just always that, that warmth. So that speaks to that relaxation you're talking to. So it's almost like even the experience before you're on the Reiki table is escorting you into the relaxation and healing state. So those are kind of things that I feel like are unbeknownst to the person walking in, (laughs) but they're going to be so beneficial. Yes. And I'm so happy to hear that because I actually use Reiki to uh, achieve that feeling. Mm. So I use Reiki on the space. So I Reiki use Reiki on the door. I use Reiki on the uh, Reiki on the sign, Reiki on the table. We Reiki the space to really lift and raise the vibratory level in and around this, the studio. Mm -hmm. I was, I was, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. And Reiki is also Reiki is also driven um, by your intention. And so I do hold the intention that when someone enters into the space, they feel comforted, they feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. It, it, the relaxation process begins. And I think a lot of times, especially in our society, we discount the we devalue relaxation and mm-hmm. and think that it's a luxury. But that's why I like to treat Reiki as a very simple, simple practice, because when we're able to be relaxed, we function better. We don't function when we are in a heightened state of worry, a heightened state of fear. No. Yeah. And And we're not able to move forward. Yeah. And to your point of relaxation, it just makes me think about okay, we might um, admit or acknowledge that sleep is restorative to us, but sometimes in our culture, our busy doing culture, just sitting on the couch and relaxing, that was when we were little, you know, we were told we were lazy. And so knowing what you're saying is that just by being in relaxing state, it's a gift to yourself. You're not lazy. <laughs> it's a, you know, those are those kind no. of things where we have to override the, the kind of voices of our childhood to say, no, this is like, what if we actually said our sitting down times were heal are healing your body, which we all know is beneficial for culture as a whole. We've got, we have a lot of illness. We have a lot of stress, you know, autoimmune, um, different diseases. And so what could be more important? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's important because, uh, you know, we need to uh, regenerate. Yeah. I mean, and I think that goes into using, you know, using the mind as just a tool and, and listening to your heart. That's another thing that Reiki helps you do because when you're less stressed, you can get out of the mind and get out of the hurry disease and you can drop into your heart. Then you can start listening to your body. You can start listening to what you need and honoring that. And it's not really um, 
difficult. It's really just about, okay, you know, I'm in a space where I, I recognize I am tired. I recognize that I need to rest. Okay, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to rest, whether it's 30 minutes, whether it's one hour. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're able to, there we go, function better. <laughs> go yeah. into the world. Made to endure a, a high amount of stress. No, no, it, which is so clear. Um, so, so as you get Reiki, okay, so just as a, we have a muscle memory, we have an energetic memory, meaning our energy is always going to want to revert to its, na- its normal state that it's been in, okay, G- going back to how it's been. So if you've been, um, you know, always on the go, 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 then that's how your energy wants to be. So with Reiki, it helps to retrain your energy. After a few sessions, your response to different to outside stressors becomes different. Mm. <laughs> and so it, that's how it starts to change your energetic memory. So then you, it says, okay, you don't have to go into fight or flight. We can handle this. We can process this. It takes you out of, the, again, the fight or flight and helps you to observe. And sometimes we just need to step back and we need to observe rather than act or react. Yes, absolutely. And um, I feel like when I've walked out of sessions, like when with regard to what you were saying about bringing you, it's almost from the headspace to the heart space. I, yes. have, I always feel that I'm more my tuned into my intuitive self. And that's the heart space, I think that you're helping shift people into. Um, Yeah. Do you, yeah. Is there anything you have to say about that? No, that's exactly what, what I'm working to do. Absolutely. (laughs) But that's why, okay. I do have something. So that's why it's important (laughs) that from the moment you walk in that you under that, that you feel comforted and supported. Hmm. Yeah, and that you feel that this is there is unconditional love. You are perfect just as you are. Yes. And you deserve to be supported. And that's what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you have a shift. And after you continuously get Reiki, what happens is this is my this is what I get most excited about seeing in people is a shift in consciousness. So the shift in consciousness takes them out of their headspace, like you said, and into their heart space mm-hmm. and into a um, more observer role and yeah. understanding and, and yes, more observant, less reactive. And also that looks like the client doing other things to help support their yeah, them, them feeling good. That's when the shift in consciousness comes. So it's become, when they become active, an active participant in creating what they want to create. Yeah, I hear you. So whether and- that's, you know, so whether, whether that's less anxiety, whether that's, uh, you know, more focus, 
whether that's being present, that's what Reiki can help you do. And instead of reacting like you normally would, you are in a, you're able to then look at things and decide and choose, make a choice on how you respond and how you interact. Mm, yeah, it's hugely beneficial to begin to uh, become the observer or the witnesser of your of yourself uh, instead of just being in that headspace all the time. I appreciate that and kind of how the Reiki sessions can build upon each other. And sometimes, you know, it's not, it's not always measurable as we knew to measure things, but it's a, it's a quality of feeling like that changes over the course of time. That's how it's felt to me more. And I I love the space you're creating because the word safety and trust come to me. And that's such a huge thing to be able to, and receiving, receiving. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because your energy field is a sacred space. I don't take that lightly. Mm. You know, I, I really honor your energy because our energy, it's like the, it has everything about us. It's like the book of you. It's ever changing and uh, ever uh, creating novel about about you, for lack mm. of a better analogy that I have at the time. But it's every experience, every thought, every word. It's all energy. It all has a vibration. Yeah. And so it's creating. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have I have more questions about that. And I want to remark too, before I forget, is that I there's so many things I want to ask you, but I came in to see you my most recent appointment after my dad died. And you spent most of the time on my upper body and what felt like that. And then I remember leaving the session and just chatting with you and commenting about that or inquiring. And you said, well, of course, Maureen, that's your heart space and you just lost your father. So my question around that is, that was so fascinating to me because I was going through a lot of grief, but when you are doing the Reiki practice, practicing on a person, you have your hands lightly over their body. What does that feel like? What does it feel like when you get to a block? Can you actually feel an energetic block or what are the different kind of vibrations or sensations? Oh, okay. This is, I like this question. Well, I feel pulsating. Okay. Sometimes I feel, okay. So pulsating, I feel um, sometimes a magnetic pull. I feel, um, okay. So if it's a block, okay. Or an area of stagnation. And what that means is that's a chi. Okay, the chi, the chi is the life force energy that keeps us all alive. No chi, no alive. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, is it feels just like stuck. So think of if you're just touching an inanimate object, a book, a brick, and you just put your hand on top of it. It's not, you don't really feel um, any type of movement or any even connection, okay? Because we're all chi and we interact with each other's chi, okay? So even without being a Reiki practitioner, you would be able to feel the difference if you put your hand like on a person and then put your hand on a brick, 
Okay, you would be able to tell the difference between something with she and without. So anywho, so a lot of times it feels as if it's just kind of like a inanimate object there that I'm that I'm sending Reiki to. Okay. So then I can feel. So I feel more of the Reiki coming back to my hand mm-hmm. instead of the area soaking it up. So then it just takes time. Okay. It takes time. And then through intention, um, it, through changing my intention that I'm thinking about or using Reiki symbols, I'm able to change the vibration that the Reiki is emitting and to, to, to assist with releasing that block. But with you, it wasn't, it's not necessarily always a block. Sometimes it's, um, I like to just think of it as like turbulence, okay, or imbalance. But specifically, it can, energy can be stagnant, it can be overactive, it can be, um, it can be a block, it can be choppy. And I'm sure there's a myriad of other things that maybe I'm not aware of. Okay. Um, or conditions that I'm not able to explain. So anywho, mm-hmm. so with you, it felt as if um, there's a, there's when someone dies, there's sometimes like an emptiness in our heart. Mm-hmm. There's an emptiness in that place. There's a, there's a grief, a feeling of grief. And so what I work to do is fill you up with love. Mm. So that's why I work harder at that area and or or that's why I was focusing on that area to really fill that area up with love. So then you're not feeling like this, this, you know, just empty feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just feeling like something's missing because you can feel that connection when their energy does leave the earth plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I've noticed in an energetic pattern, when someone close to us passes, we tend to like retreat a little bit out of our body. So our energetic body or yeah, our energetic body just shifts a little bit. And it's almost like uh, the best way for me to describe it is like a head in the clouds kind of feeling, mm-hmm. kind of kind of energy, like your head, that's why it's like, uh, you might not be able to get it together or, you know, every, or think of things that are normal, everyday things. It kind of just um, knocks you out of your body a little bit. Okay. That's I've what ne- it is. Yeah. I've never heard that. That's fascinating. And uh, thank yeah. you for so, sharing your, yeah, that process is. And really- that's just, mm-hmm. That's what I learned through my practice and working on people who are grieving is they're shifted out of their body just a little bit. And that energy strand in connection to the person is um, weakened mm-hmm. because they're grieving, but you're still connected to that energy. So that's why I'm filling you up with love so that you know, you feel that connection. It's not mm-hmm. fading. It's probably going to get stronger. Uh, it's so pretty too, because then for someone to understand that and, you know, kind of know that reason as to why they feel the way that they do, it feels like it's also a call when you're going through something like that for more self-care, because if your energy has sort of yeah. left you, you, you just to sit and re-nourish and replenish is really important. 
Absolutely. And Reiki helps you get to that place. So it helps to bring you back into your body so that you can now be integrated and think of things to help you. But sometimes we just can't because of that energetic piece that just entered that piece that's like missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can't put your finger on. It's not tangible. <laughs> no. And you can't really, you can't really manipulate it. You just got to be with it and work through it. Um, it reminds me of, I wanted you to talk about our emotions as energy or energy emotions as energy in motion. And the thing that I've been wanting to read more about and understand is, and Reiki would be important for this. I never really realized that all the experiences of my life, that especially things that I suppressed and um, kind of didn't deal with reside within the cells of my body. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yep. and, why, and why having that pattern, which is a lot of people because we were raised in the generations we were by people who were doing the best they could. But if I, I that's where, you know, there's nutrition for health, there's movement for health, health. But for me now, I want to make sure that I'm moving my emotions. So talk about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So our emotions are also energy. And when we don't move through the emotions, they can get stuck mm-hmm. and they can be trapped in our energy field, in our physical body. And that's how dis-ease manifests. And certain different types of emotions have certain uh, densities to them. Okay. So um, let's see, like, uh, you, envy. Let's talk about things like this. Envy, okay? Jealousy. Those are also emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, those are heavy. Those yeah. are heavier, um, um, denser than something like uh, grieving or sorrow. Okay. okay. Yeah. You when if okay, and then, but how can grief and sorrow become heavy when you don't address it? Mm-hmm. When you don't acknowledge it? It mm-hmm. finds a place to hang out. So mm-hmm. whether you address those emotions um, or even beliefs that that aren't um, serving you or aren't in alignment or aren't congruent to how you really want to live your life, they're going to find somewhere to sit. Fear is going to find a place to, to live and it manifests in your physical body because it all starts, starts out as energy. So those emotions our energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, and they're going to settle somewhere and they're going to create dis-ease. Yeah. Imbalance, whether it's in the uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Okay. And a lot of emotions are stuck in our bodies. And I always encourage breathing, breathing, Breathing. All my students are probably sick of me saying, breathe, breathe, breathe. Okay. Then I come up to them and I put my hand on their belly and I say, make your belly big mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. pull it, make it small. Because 
we start to um, relax the nervous system, then we're relaxing our muscles. And so those emotions that might in pockets of emotions that are stuck in our bodies are able to start to dissipate, dissolve and move out. Okay. I have a question about that. Okay. Um, okay, okay. So let's take something that's not a super serious malady, but something like um, your body talking to you and it's showing up as lower back pain. Are there ways even because you do Reiki, but you're a healer within that. So I, I had said to someone close to me recently who was experiencing a like a body pain like this, you know, did you ask it what it has to tell you? And that just Mm. comes to mind when you're, cause with the breath, it made me think of it with the breath because I've done some breath work recently that was, um, I'm just going to say more intense and the way that it felt to me, because it left me in a uh, pile of tears in a good way, is that the breathing helped dislodge the energy that was stuck. And I can't, I can't say like, oh, it was this memory from this time or this that needed to be healed. I have no idea. I just know what I experienced. But, you know, in terms of even self-healing applications that can help us understand what's going on in our bodies, you know, are there some things like that? Like, how can we understand what that breath is doing for us? It's, it's, it, cause when we're taking, when we're taking like mindful, deeper breaths, you know, are we, are we kind of moving energy? Yes. Yes. Because the breath is also energy. So the, the more you breathe, the deeper you breathe, the different techniques you use, it is accessing different parts of your body, different parts of your energy field. It's taking energy, that breath energy, to those areas. And exactly like you said, dislodging those mm-hmm. emotions. Or sometimes it just dissolves them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. And that's the great part about Reiki is it, it really helps to dissolve them sometimes without needing to have a cathartic experience, but having more of a, just a release, you know, it not like you said, it does, you didn't have a thought about, you know, it's from this experience or what have you, but because sometimes it's an accumulation and it's stuck in the body. And so think about even when you, if people get massaged, you get massaged and they hit a place and you just start weeping or crying (laughs) It's just because yeah. that's the stuck energy that happens uh, to me a lot. You know, that ha- yeah. yeah, I'm laughing because it yeah. happened to me recently. And this guy was, he was, uh, he was gay, very uh, intense. Like, I don't know what they call it, sports massage or something, but he hit somewhere in my hip. And I was like, get away from that. Because I don't think I was ready to process it. And something was trying to come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's so, it could be so overwhelming that you're just like, wait a minute now. I didn't yeah. expect this to, to yeah. occur, but, but, but yeah. like I said, it needed, it resided somewhere because you never got it out of your energy. And then mm. it turned into matter. It turned into something that was stuck in the physical. And so based on people's physiology or even life experiences kind of depends on where these things settle. Absolutely. Okay. 
different. Yeah. And we all have different energetic uh, conditions, just like we've had different experiences in life. But there's, you know, um, the first, so our first uh, three chakras, so the base, the sacral and the solar plexus, those are more connected to our earth body. So our earth experience. So that is why there's the saying of, you know, drop getting people into the heart. Because the base is, you know, safety, security, the sacral is survival, the um, solar plexus is uh, desire, how we process the world. So this is all physical stuff, physical living here stuff. So getting you into your heart starts to connect you with the outer world as well. So what is the outer world? The unseen energy that you are and that is all around you. Right. Yeah. And it gets you connected with your intuition. Yeah. And into your heart, because Mm -hmm. that's where the true nature of who we are resides is in our heart. That's why there's the saying your, your heart's desire because your heart carries the true nature of who you are. That's so beautiful. I, I'm glad you brought yeah. up chakras before I was thinking about our talk. I meant to talk about that. I feel like that could be a whole nother podcast. Um. <laughs> yes, that could be, but you, yes, that, that totally could be a whole nother, but, um, but you know, the chakras are it's yeah. a great system, but yeah. we don't need to get deep into that. No, but, I love having the conversation. Yeah. So, because it's like, for me, the, when I talk about this and when I hear it, even the Reiki and the energy talk today, it's perfect. I was going to say, um, a friend of mine who it, she definitely is a healer. Uh, we were at a friend's house and my friend's dog was very sick end of life. And my healer friend went up and rubbed her hands together and performed some Reiki on the animal. And I thought that was really pretty. And then I was kind of playing with that with my son and our dog when she had a hurt leg and I rubbed my hand together and she was sleeping. And it's kind of like, I'm wondering after I tell you this, you know, are there sort of like ways that we can do subtle Reiki on ourselves even, but I remember my dog was completely asleep and I created energy between my hands and I was gently gliding them on top of her body, not touching her. And she started to twitch and she started to move. And my son and I looked at each other like, what, what is she doing? But clearly she felt the energy above her. And it was kind of funny because she didn't, she, she kind of, she didn't nip at me, but she kind of got up and looked at me like, what are you doing? (laughs) Wow, Mm -hmm. this is so fascinating. And congratulations to you for connecting with that energy, the energy around you, you connect and you are bringing in a love energy, your intention was love, your intention was to heal Mm -hmm. and to help her. And absolutely, we can all do that. We can all do some form of energy work. But I think it takes really recognizing that we are an energy body. And then the dog, animals are so sensitive to energy, okay? And a lot of people say, well, why are dogs so sensitive to energy? Well, because they can't talk, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I really like, no, you know, they, they, that's the level that they're constantly dwelling on is 
uh, energetic, instinctual level. But, you know, it really, it's funny, but we don't think of it like this. No. Like, you're navigating the energy of of everything to 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 live because they cannot communicate with us they can't speak to us they don't have spoken language so they are constantly they're looking yes they're looking at our behaviors they're looking at our patterns but they're also navigating the energy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's how and so animals are very sensitive and yeah that's that is actually a normal personal experience, normal reaction from a dog first, first time receiving Reiki. Oh, that's so cool. Um, yes. Oh, wow. Well, I know that we're wrapping up our conversation. One question that just came to me out of the blue was, uh, how can people protect their energy? You know, I feel like I know a lot of people who will say like, I have, I have to go to this event and I know that it's going to, uh, pull from my energy or, you know what I mean? They feel like it's an energy mm-hmm. drain and how can I protect yes, my energy? Okay. okay. So the first thing is knowing that you are powerful and you don't have to succumb to those energies. Okay. Mm-hmm. And calling in whatever, whoever your divine guides are, whoever your higher power is and ask for assistance in surrounding yourself in white light. Okay. Mm-hmm. regulate your breath that's what I always say because it helps keep you in alignment <laughs> yeah. so that you're less reactive and you're less susceptible to those energies because we are an organic body we're an organic material we're porous so mm-hmm. we're porous to those mm-hmm. energies as well yeah. so yeah so so in the more so it's not just one time Okay, because we didn't get it took a long time for us to get this way. So it it takes a long time to it takes constantly practicing and surrounding yourself in white light for it to get stronger, stronger, stronger and stronger. And then you are less. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. And just to address one thing that you we were talking about, about the emotions, different types of emotions or worries do settle in different areas of the body, okay? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of earthly worries and um, con- uh, concerns and stressors tend to settle in the lower parts of the body. I mean, also other parts of the body, don't get me okay. wrong, mm-hmm. but like um, it, it settles in the lower parts because of the safety, security, and those first three energy centers being so connected to the earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're worried about your safety, security. It could be, um, you know, your finances, your socioeconomics or what have you. Then you might have some back pain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good to know. Yeah. I, I, everyone should have like a pocket chart they carry around. <laughs> With, yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, actually, um, Doreen Virtue she mm-hmm. has a book. Um, I forgot the name of it, but okay. she has, she created a chart uh, and it has the different aches, pains, diseases, or ailments. Okay. And it will tell you like what, um, 
mental or emotional condition could have created that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then she gives you a mantra to say to help change the energy surrounding that. Yeah. Okay. And then Mm -hmm. she does have a pocket guide. Um, And I think you may have seen the book before. You've probably seen it around. I forgot the name of it. But anyway, um, she does have that and it's fairly accurate. Yeah. Yeah. And the, pretty accurate. The, the thing is um, that I'm thinking of is how, you know, however things manifest in our body and in relationships to emotions that we may have just stored, we, it's like we, we've all done it, right? Because they're, we're just responding or reacting to life and then whatever, however we were conditioned. And this is just, it's a principle of an energetic body and there's no right or wrong to it. And we're all, you know, we're all in many ways susceptible or open to the dis-ease in a way because we haven't learned how to move our energy effectively. And so just, I try to look at everything as like, there's no there's no right or wrong to it. It it just, it just is. And just to have a tool. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Because Mm -hmm. you, we're all going to experience, we all experience the ebb and the flow of life. Yes. Okay. The good, Mm -hmm. the, uh, and the neutral and -hmm. everything surround, you know, with that. So yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, you could see, I told you we could talk forever and, Mm-hmm. And I'm going to circle it, circle it around to our ending here. I know you also do Reiki training. So obviously people know where you're located, but where can they find you? And uh, if you want to share about the Reiki training you do, or any, any other kind, like any other kind of Listen. workshops that you hold. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anybody can learn Reiki. I teach Reiki every single day. I enjoy mm-hmm. it. I teach Reiki one-on-one. Um, you can find me at awakenandembrace.com. You can also find me, uh, follow me on Instagram at Embrace Your Journey Reiki. And um, my email is Harrison at gmail.com. And anybody can sign up for Reiki and become a, a Reiki practitioner. Um, yeah. It is held in three classes. So, and we meet one-on-one. So it's a really intimate and individualized uh, connection. And you are um, able to ask all the questions and we practice, practice, practice Reiki. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. the most important part. Oh, it's so exciting. I might be a future student of yours. Um, But today was spectacular. I have to do a deep bow down and just so much gratitude. And thanks for being here, Shakita. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I really so appreciate you. Thanks to our listeners. I hope you learned so much about Reiki and just all Chiquita's gifts today. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mystical Sisterhood. If you love what you heard, please visit Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave a review and share with a friend if you're called to do so. To learn more about my one-on-one coaching programs, or join the Mystical Sisterhood membership, visit maureenspielman.com or mysticalsisterhood.com. Thanks so much. I'll see you in the next episode.